This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. is your man Big O and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Trisha and you are listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And because of the ongoing pandemic that we all are engrossed in, we are honoring our social contract and we are all, all in our own respective beds. But nonetheless, we are here to bring you another hot topic on Talk It Over. Trish, what's happening? How are you today? Listen, Good. I took this weekend, um, this like long four day weekend, and I've done nothing. I have literally, let me tell you, I've stayed in my bed for about two days straight. <laughs> I've gotten up, cooked dinner, got back in my bed. So you never left a big old bed. <laughs> I never left a big old bed this week. It was, you know, like sometimes when you go, 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 and then it's like your brain. You get a minute to stop. After dinner, go home and get in your bed. And literally, that is where I stayed. So. Huh. So some people would call that the itis, you know. Hush. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hush. We call it a lot of different things. I'm going to say it was my reset to face this upcoming week. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not. So, yeah, what about you? How was Thanksgiving? How was family? Oh, I didn't want to test the waters. I, you know, I stayed home. I didn't visit my family this time around. Uh, mm -hmm. My family is in North Carolina, so it was not. I'll be going towards the end of this year. So uh, okay. I decided to just chill. But um, let's get into, into the topic and the feel-good story, and then we're going to bring in our, our fellow guests. We got some returning faces that I'm excited to hear from on this topic, and I'm glad that they're here with us. But I'm going to go ahead and bring in the uh, feel-good story today, Trisha, if you're ready. All right, let's do it. All right, so this news is coming out of Columbus, Ohio, all right? A sanitation worker named Jack Quez, I hope I'm saying that right, Jack Quez Worthy, uh, is recounting the story of how he was actually in an altercation that made him start to diminish himself. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little background. He moved to Columbus about five years ago on his own while he was a still, still a teenager. He is currently 22 and he left what he described as a less than ideal family life. Uh, and he decided to move to Columbus. So what happened one night last year, he and his girlfriend were enjoying a night out and outside the bar, three drunk patrons started to harass them. He tried to keep the peace. They weren't interested in being reasonable. And one of them assaulted him, punched him in the face and broke his front teeth. Now, anyone that knows Jacquez, according to the story, knows they describe him as electric. He's the kind of person that gets all of people's attention. He emotes a cheerfulness and attitude and a kindness with everyone he meets. After this altercation, 
he noticed that he himself started to diminish in his own spirit, right? Uh, so he didn't take advantage of the insurance at his job. He said he wished he would have because the altercation actually knocked his front teeth out and he had shattered teeth. So he wasn't smiling as much anymore. He wouldn't tell as many jokes because it was a big subconscious thing about uh, his teeth missing that he thought people were obviously going to notice. Um, so he went back to work, didn't really say much. Uh, and then what happened is the community actually learned about the encounter and they decided to rally around him. And what they did was they actually started a GoFundMe setup for him um, because he found out that the cost to repair his, feet, his teeth would cost about $9,000. So the community set up a GoFundMe page for him uh, and they were able to raise at 300, 3,000, excuse me, 3,700 on one Sunday evening. Uh, after that, they were able to get the rest of the amount and these all money started pouring in from total strangers, people that he didn't even know he touched because of this exuberance that he carried with him to work. As a sanitation worker, his responsibility was to go and get the garbage, but he always, always tried to brighten up people's day on his, on his way. Um, one of the people, one of the neighbors that uh, actually knows Jacquez recounted a story of when she was driving her 15 year old son to cross country, which is an early hour. So they got stopped behind the garbage truck that Jacquez was actually working on. He jumped off the back of the truck and immediately started dancing. They said, she says, I think he may have done the moonwalk across the street. He ended his dance with a flourish and a wave, letting her know that it was safe to pass and be on their way. And she said, by then she was laughing. Her son who didn't want to be in the car to begin with is laughing and that that made their day. And it said just similar encounters like that. And once they set up a page on Facebook, everybody else started chiming in with the encounters that Jacquez, uh, that they had with Jacquez that actually brightened up their day just by who he is. So I thought this was an amazing, amazing story, uh, especially in the season of giving that this community um, could rally around this young man who moved to Columbus a stranger uh, and just has this electric aura about him that whoever he comes across, they just feel 10 times better. And after learning about his altercation, they decided to chip in and help him have the procedure to fix his smile. So with that being said, do y'all feel good? Let me bring in my guests here. That actually is a, it's an awesome story. Um, yeah. It took a minute to feel good. I was like, damn, where's the feel good? <laughs> <laughs> brother, was, brother was getting Once beat we got there. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at Robin like, he did say feel good, right? <laughs> yeah, but we do feel good now at the end of it. If, yeah. if everybody that's listening, that is, let me go ahead and bring in, introduce that, that man that you hear speaking, <laughs> Mr. Changa Bell, an exuberant oh, soul himself. At always times. coming in, bringing in at times, at times, but most of the time. And then also we have another uh, returner, a veteran of, of the podcast that I would like to say, Miss Robin. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Good to be so back. How, how was you guys uh, holidays? Hey, well, it's still going. Um, okay. It's only Sunday. It's like <laughs> I'm racing out of here to go meet my granddaughter before she leaves. I was like, with you having quiet birthdays. Well, I had three of them between Wednesday and 
today. Ooh, three birthdays. Like yesterday, I was at, at the park playing Foursquare with my little granddaughter and skateboarding. And I don't know, Thursday, we all made cake and virtually did it and all ate our own and made pigs out of ourselves to have it, you know, because my kids are in California and we all ate together on Thanksgiving. I thought I was going to be alone, to be honest with you. I sat out in my son's deck and ate out there with my ex-husband and we virtually did it with my kids in California. We came back and played games. Beautiful. I went to scavenger hunt all by myself in this big old house. <laughs> so did you did you did you hide the items from yourself and then go back and find them as well? I did not. We all had to come up with them. And here's the funny part: I came up with my five, but I didn't have any of them. So I, I didn't really know they were going to be picked to be on the list. I was going to have to go find them. But I seemed to ran, run around three story house by myself when everybody else had groups of people, and I still won. So you know, what? beautiful. Beautiful. I'm glad I'm glad that all of you guys have had such a wonderful, wonderful uh, holiday season, especially in the time that we are in. It's great. It's great to have that anytime, but especially with uh, what's going on this year. So, Trish, are we ready to let our listeners know what we're going to be talking about today? Absolutely. I think this is going to get I hope this gets contentious. And if it doesn't, I'm going to make it contentious because. um all right so today's topic is do men understand women better than women understand men changa changa you gotta be on my side changa already know i don't understand women so repeat the question repeat the question for all right so again the question is do men understand women better than women understand men? Woo! This is this is a juicy topic. Does anybody want to take the take this one to go in first? I will. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> I um personally feel that men are more easily understood than women. And I think that way because I think men are just a little bit more logical in their thinking. So they're a little they can be direct to the point. Um, and then us women feel like well, you're not you're not getting the underlining feeling here. You're not understanding the meaning. You're not reading between the lines. Mm-hmm. We're all fuzzy. We're all fuzzy. And I like to think that I'm direct, but then I also realize, oh, and I, I know how indirect I can be too. So, okay. I, I hear that. Trish, you got anything you want to? I actually have to agree with Robin. Um, I had this conversation actually um, earlier last week and I feel like the week before, but I know I've had the same conversation multiple times. I feel like, well, not I feel, women are more emotional by nature. So because we're more emotional, sometimes that logic portion, that reason, doesn't necessarily come through the same way it does for men. Like, I feel like for y'all, it's black or white. It's either it is or it isn't. Um, For us, it's like, but there's a lot of gray area. Yeah, there's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of room for interpretation. You know, it's as simple as when we say fine, like we can be in the middle of a conversation. I say fine. Okay. That can have like four or five different meanings to it. It could be like, okay, don't call me no more. Okay. You know, but you didn't say that. You didn't tell me not to call you. You said, okay. So I'm gonna call you again. <laughs> don't be exactly. mad at me for misinterpreting. I don't like, yeah, I think uh, what you said, the reading between the lines is something that's yeah. very, very foreign to myself and my male counterparts because socially we were told, we brought up to say, say what you mean, mean what you say, and be one of the colloquialisms, the man of your word, all right? Mm-hmm. So if you say it, stand by it. 
And uh, that is something that is oftentimes stands in our way when dealing with someone, male or female, who can have multiple meanings behind their words. All right. Changa, you, you got anything? You agree? Not, you me, not, not me generally, body language. Uh, like when Trisha was talking, I was even looking at her body language. So I think with women, you do have to really interpret uh, their eyes, body language, uh, tone. And then, you know, women don't like to be found out because even when you make a good understudy and you start to learn those hidden cues and you get it dead on, then they'll be like, well, you don't know me. Don't act like, you know, so it, it'll still be a point of contention. So even more Tango, why you, why you know me? Like, how do you know me so well? <laughs> so, so here's, so it's, here's a, it's a lose lose no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you know me? Or don't act like you know me. Yeah, don't right. act don't like you know me. Know okay. You. Right. I'm so like, or to do something different just because you did get it on. They'd be like, well, you don't know me. I don't go out and do this. You know, so it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It, it, so then in that, in that, in that stance, right. And from that stance, is it who's, who has the harder task in a, in a quote unquote relationship who, and, and let's for, for illustration purposes, let's make it heterosexual, even though we know there are other forms of relationships. But let's for this for this example, let's make it a heterosexual. Who has the harder task? If men are more understandable, then do women have the easier task of understanding and learning their mate? Or do men and does men have to double duty? Because it's like, I understand me. I can't understand you. I think women I think women have it harder because men are petty. Men are, men are petty as hell. And we yeah. women not petty? No. Uh, no, we're more petty than them. And because it's not more social. But small not, petty. No, we just, it's just <laughs> not put out there. It's not put out there as much. Uh -huh. So, you know, like, you know, women are, are caricaturized, you know, grabbing air, all this stuff. So, you know, we can kind of pick up on the cues, but they don't know our cues. Mm. We know our cues. We, we can look at another dude and, and know when he's in his feelings or, or what's going on. I don't, I don't think women understand it because we're just as misdirecting sometimes. We're like, oh, no, it's all good. And they were like, oh, well, he said it's all good. And we know damn well it ain't all good. So I'd, I'd say they have, uh, if, if it isn't equal, they they may have the harder job, in it, just in my opinion. See, I've had a rare, I've had the opposite. If I say it's all good, it never stops there. It has to keep going. And I'm like, yo, I was off this five, 10 minutes ago. I'm good. And But the, but the, the argument of the issue has to keep Unraveling, unraveling, unraveling. That's because they, they know you're not all good. You say it, but they know damn well you and you're feeling mm. some kind of way and they're trying to get it out. And the, the more they try to get it out, the more locked down we become. And then we make it really fighting. Like I said. <laughs> We're going to hold that line. Yeah, we yeah. try to get all on it. But really, that's what I'm saying. Another guy watching, once once they would end that conversation, we'd be like, oh, we got called. You know, you know that, that double ninja ain't feeling ain't feeling this you know we we already know but so they, then, they they may not know they may be clueless to that whole thing so then wouldn't that also be the case if women say they're fine and the guy's like oh okay she says she's fine but y'all well, yeah. well we're not fine because it's usually i feel like women we might say we're fine but then now you got to watch our body language our cue are we acting like it's fine like is it is there a deeper like is there a dark energy in the room is it very negative to be around like a negative space to be around it's like you got to take all those cues into consideration mm. 
I feel like we say we're fine because we don't want to argue anymore. It might be petty. It might be stupid. Like, let's just move on from it. But I still feel some kind of way because I fe- haven't felt heard. Story time, because y'all know I always got a story. <laughs> Did this happen? Did this happen recently? Like, no, this happened this morning. So recently. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> See, I can't even can't even have a conversation without doing this. Look at this. So, so, <laughs> no, no, so actually, okay. So last night, my significant other um, went to a fight party, um, whatever, and I was out and about as well. So when he called, I didn't answer, and he texted me and said, "You know, I'm headed this way. Okay, no problem. Have fun. Call me when you get home." When I was done where, you know, when I was done doing what I need to do when I was home, I video called them. Cause that's just, you know, what we'd normally do, not thinking anything. And he texted me and was like, I told you I was out. I'm sorry, sir, who are you talking to, right? So this is the first place I went. So we, you know, we said what we said. I went to bed, he went to bed. We, you know, both, or he was where he was and I just went to bed. This morning, he's just messaging me like everything's off, fine and, you know, dandy and he's like, is something wrong? And I was like, hmm, yes. And so we began to have this conversation. I ended the conversation by saying, okay. Like, literally, that was the end of the conversation. Like, I still am upset. So basically it was, he was like, well, if I tell you I'm out, then I don't expect for you to call me. It's like, you're checking up on me. And I was like, I'm not checking up on you. I literally just called to tell you I was home. Like, you know, he's like, it was uh, almost like, um, he's like, you don't expect when I'm out with, other you know when I'm out when doing stuff with my frat brothers and this and that and the third and I was just like sir how did you get all of that for me calling to say good night so to end the argument I literally just said so see what I mean oh that's why I say it's harder now you and I we don't know what happened for sure but if you had to speculate one of three things why did that brother answer like I told you I was out at that moment why did he do that if you had to speculate what are one of three things Oh, well, you know, the first thing that goes through our heads is, oh, what, 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 be, excuse me. No, no, let, let, let the brother answer. Let, let's see oh. what the man oh, says. All right. There's several. There's several. There, all right. But one of three, one. But the top, but the top three or the top two. Top three. Didn't, top three. Didn't pick up the, the, the phone. Top, all right. Number, number one of the top three is possible, possibly he doesn't, what's it called? Whipped, I guess. Like, you don't, you know, I, I don't respond when you tell me to respond. I'm my own person. I respond when I want to respond. He wants to be, he wants to be uh, the alpha, the dominant. The other one might be in, in uh, he's in mixed company, right? He's among other people that may, he may or may not want to appear that he's on the phone with some uh, significant other, all right? So that's two. You want to you want to drop the third one, Shanga? Did I get the top two or three? No, or? I mean that's the top two. And see, and women okay. know that. Women know that. But then we try to, uh, you know, convolute what's really happening by doing some other, you know, mystical so, like smoke and mirrors. But it's it's like one of two things. Either he might not even be pushing up on who's around him, but he already know like, oh, it's females around me, some women around me. I don't want to open this video call because she's gonna get an attitude. Or oh, it's two, a video like, call. Yeah, forgot, two, yeah, it was a video call. Or two, it's like because he's with his boys, he just don't want to seem like he's emasculated and like, you know, because as soon as you pick up after you right. pick up, they're like, damn, yo, she be yep. video chatting you. And, I'm my you know, own man. Yeah, exactly. That. <laughs> so it's usually those two. One and of those two. On, and on the flip side, 
Trisha know that before she video chat. She just like, being petty. She just trying to like, let me let me test the waters. Like, don't test no waters. Don't test no waters. <laughs> but it wasn't worthy. Okay, but even if even if that was the case, which it wasn't. It was the case. Even even if that wasn't the case. Don't act like you know whole, me. <laughs> the, don't act like you know me. Um, the 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 whole purpose behind it was you know, when we got into this argument, like literally it ended with fine. Now on his end, I'm sure he's saying, you know, oh, she's over it. Okay. It's over and it's done. But truthfully, it's not done. Like, I feel like there's not like now we need to have a deeper conversation about respect levels and what is your expectation? Like, but do we do that without, how do we do that without losing that communication that we had because I don't you know what I mean I don't want to have to go you know I don't want to be I don't want to be petty I don't want to be mean about it but I do feel some kind of way and until we get to the root of the problem I'm gonna that fine is going to linger it's not going to you know we're not going to clear that air Robin what are your what are your thoughts on all of this oh, man, both I'm sides you're neutral you're neutral I'm all over the place right now I I I I, I was I'm trying to even remember what Changa said I was with you Changa until you said men are petty the reason I was thinking women have a harder, first I'm thinking men have a harder time because we're so damn confusing. But- That's what I think. But but then I thought, no, that's too simple. I really think women have a harder time simply because we are so confusing. And because we're so confusing, we I think we expect- I'm confused by that statement. We, we ex- <laughs> I think we expect you or our partners to get us, to, to be right. able to read that shady stuff between the lines, right? I think and that's a I bit feel of both. That because we struggle and we have a harder time, we still carry that on, even like Trisha said, regardless of what the situation is, we still carry that on where I feel like men are much easier at, okay, so we good? We good. Put it under the rug, dial it down. You're done. It's off. It's off. We're starting a new chapter, right? We're going on mm. about our business and we're still, it's, it just it's, doesn't, it exactly. just doesn't go away. I don't know why. We got these extra now, things in our brain. Is that for everything or? Well, no, that's for everything. It's for like big things. Pretty much for everything. Everything. Pretty much for everything. And here's, here's, now I'm going to scientifically try to validate it a little bit. You know, it's it's kind of proven that women are better multitaskers, right? Just because we have to, there's a lot of things that you got to do all in one. On top of, yeah. Right? Yeah. We don't compartmentalize as much as men do. So that kind of makes me think, well, so we got all that stuff going on that we're able to cross over and, and deal with. Maybe that's why we store all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know scientifically or physically really what it is, but um, I think we, I think it's more challenging for us, but I think it's more challenging for us. Like I wish I could just be like, okay, we're good and be done. I wish, I wish, I wish. I wouldn't have to tie my hair as often as I do. Like, seriously, I, I just, I think it would be so nice to be able to do that. I'm with Robin 100% on that. I feel like with women, you know, again, we, a lot of it for me, I feel like we want to be pleasing. Like we want to please. We want to uh, make other people around us comfortable and happy. When we get into these spaces, and I know I I say this specifically for me, when I feel like I've disrupted the status quo or the energy that we're, the space that we're living in, and I feel like an argument does that, I begin to take on that, that negative energy and I hold it and store it. Like I feel physically like bad, you know, and I'll, I'll see he will physically move on and just be happy and in the space. But now I feel like, well, 
is this your true self? Are you moving on so that we can move on? Or, you know, like I begin to think all these different scenarios. Um, and, and a lot of times, I mean, it's, I feel like, again, like Robin said, you know, we're compartmentalizing, we're, we're trying to figure out what is the truth of the situation? What is the truth of the matter? Where's the space that we actually live in? And because a lot of times y'all don't talk, y'all, I'm pointing at the two of y'all, y'all don't talk, um, that it becomes harder for us to figure it out. Or when you do speak, you're not exactly giving us the full entire truth. I feel like it's always a half truth or enough to pacify the situation so that we're able to move on. But um, maybe, yeah, sometimes, but there's sometimes yeah. y'all creating that in your own heads. Sometimes it is just exactly what we said it is. So I'm not saying you're wrong, but then often you got to also be aware of how your own mind can start to make what they say, like a mountain out of a molehill, where it's like, hey, this was the issue. The issue is now solved or I've moved on from it. But then because, like you said, the, the, the inability to compartmentalize, it's like, no, that can't just be it. It has to be more complex. And that might be coming from yourself. That might be coming from your your own uh perception and, and story uh, that you're writing about whatever in your mind, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, I, I wanna, and before we take a, a take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, one of, one of the things that Anna Banana, our producer, likes to do is often whatever the topic is uh, we're speaking on is coming up, she gives us a little bit of information, uh, sometimes hilarious, some anecdotal information from the intra, intra-web. That's the internet. So this one, this article is coming from scienceofpeople.com, tips for dating women. Why women are so complicated. And that's the title of the article. Now, before we say anything, a woman wrote this, okay? So (laughs) a woman wrote this article. Uh, It starts off saying women can often be unpredictable. They regularly don't understand the choices, or she doesn't regularly understand the choices of her her female friends, like her mother, her sister. Um, but she says, speaking as a woman, she has a little window into the world. And her tips, she, she's offering tips for, for dating women. And she says, number one, women do the opposite of what they say. And she's basing this off of a show that I've never heard of. Have you guys ever heard of Dating in the Dark? Have you ever heard of this TV show? Yes. No. Nah, yes. Who said yes? Yes. You have you watched this? I watched the clip that Anna sent out. It was that was interesting. Is it a so you've heard of this, Trisha? Yeah, I have. Prior, prior to Anna, so, have I you watched have, any of this? I watched a little bit of it, but I heard the um, I heard of it and thought it was a very. What's the um, concept for people? Because I've never heard of this. So prior it, so basically, it's two people that meet and they never see each other. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they are dating without the physical um, stimulus, you know, usually attract us. So, you know, you don't know what the person looks like. Um, All you have is their voice to go off of and it's building a connection based off of that. So it forces you to be a little bit more truthful in what, in in the connection that you're making because you can't see the person. So they can't see your physical cues. They can't see your facial expressions. They can't see anything. It literally is just the sound of your voice and communication through that. I thought it was I thought it was a very good concept. I mean, there's been a couple of shows that have spun off of that. There was one on Netflix. Um, 
blind blind love is blind something like that something like that yeah which i also thought was very good where people were meeting between like a wall so a transparent wall between them, and they were falling in love and literally dating each other you know so, uh, through like a, a basically through a wall you on one side i'm on, on another i don't know what you look like I, I can't read your social cues it literally is just conversation it's been it, it, it's it's a very interesting experiment so the 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 thing that she takes that she uses this show as kind of her her fodder for this article uh, is that she is basically describing what happens on the show and using that to kind of prop up her her take. Um, <clears throat> women do the opposite of what they say is one. Uh, women pick the same man over and over again, which I found was interesting, uh, and then. Not body language. Body language says, as what Changa was alluding to, body language is often more important than what the verbal uh, communication that is coming out. And so for people out there <clears throat> who are still dating or new into a relationship, that's, that's that reading between the lines, right? That's that you said one thing, but you want another thing. You say one thing, but your body language is saying something different. I thought it was very interesting about the the women pick the same man over and over again. They that kind of speaks a little bit to psychology, saying you know we're we're creatures of habit, we're creatures of our patterns, and if we don't recognize our patterns, how can we then consciously make another choice? But I definitely want to hear from what you guys, Trisha and Robin and Changa as well, uh, think about the 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 anecdotal points that she brought up. When we come back, we're gonna take a quick break, have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Every young person deserves the chance to succeed despite the circumstances into which they were born. My name is Robin Nessler, and together with a Ugandan woman, we founded Set Her Free, a nonprofit organization that gives young girls and women in Uganda that chance. Choice is a luxury for many girls, but with the right tools and an opportunity, they're able to lead self-determined lives to transform their future. Look for us at setherfree.org and help us to empower the next generation of Ugandan women. Thank you. You are listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. All right, welcome back to Talk It Over. One of the topics that we're ba Trish, let us let our listeners know the topic of the day. The topic of the day is do men understand women better than women understand men? And we all agree that the answer is yes, right? Is that what we came to came to the conclusion? No. No. no? I'm the only one that I'm the only one that believes the answer is yes. Well, well, look, it, it starts off fallacious. I mean, even somebody alluded to psychology before the break. Psychology is led as male dominated. It's, it's like, you know, until we give the other side, if you will, uh, equal weight, you know, who's, who's, who's making the standard that we're measuring it up to? So I think it just comes down to acceptance. If we just accept that women are like what, what these women are saying they are like, and then if women could accept that men are like, the way they say they like, we'll, we'll, we could appreciate the differences and it'll drive you up a wall 
Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, I have that same argument, that kind of stuff that uh, Trish was talking about. I don't call her crazy or something like that against uh, like a Freudian perspective, a Jungian perspective, uh, you know, all these male perspectives. I just say, start to notice the fundamental differences uh, between men and women. And then that's why you want it. Otherwise, you'd have to be, you know, maybe homosexual or, you know, you'd have to be driven by something else. If you want that masculine energy, if you want her to be like a man, you may, maybe you need to check yourself. Maybe you want a man. <laughs> you know, but I appreciate the sort of uh, roundabout way that uh, rounds up, uh, drives up my blood pressure and probably takes five years off my life uh, within this marriage. <laughs> Just what it is. It I'm is not what it is. Say, there's not a whole, you know, you can't live with them, you can't live without them. But you know what? Yeah. That, the same choices are made over and over again. And not, you know, unless you have a different choice, obviously. But, um, you know, we can, we can, we can, we can bitch till the caps come home. But the fact remains is that. You know, I, I want a man in my life, or, and hopefully that man wants a woman in his. And but I but I also think, and maybe this is a different way to look at it, and maybe for younger people that are having kids or whatever, because I don't know really how to do that. But I, I do believe that from an early point, like childhood, I think boys and girls are. I don't know if they're necessarily taught, because I don't really remember teaching this my kids. I think we just teach by example, just how we are. But I think that they are taught, directly or indirectly, different ways to approach conversation and languages and, and, and solving them. And so I think that's what leads us into our adulthood. And now I'm gonna just, now my daughters are gonna be like me and my, you know what I mean? And, and not, you know, completely to the T, but I think it just keeps on going. So the question would be is, is there a different way to approach that with our kids because I wouldn't know the answer to that and the other question would be do we really have to because it does make us unique in our own ways right so you know I don't know I'd say let's get off that wheel Robin because uh, I agree with you 100% is modeling it's a saying that says when you change yourself you can change all of humankind right, right. So, yeah well right. you know right. all when we're children we watch mom get cut off right. by dad all the time we watch so then the brothers cut the sisters off all the time. And then that becomes a huge problem. I, I just recently saw President Obama talking to the Breakfast Club about that, how the women would come to him and say, yo, can you get your people? They'd be disrespecting me in meetings and they mm. cut me off. So even something as simple as that is men uh, not giving women the platform to just fully express their thoughts. That's definitely modeled. Uh, right. So, you know, I don't think that's one of the differences. I think that creates a, a bigger problem. So if we could check ourselves and become right. more aware of that, then sure, that would make uh, for some improvements, I think. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. So basically what it sounds like to me is that these, are, that these women do not feel, me included, do not feel like they're in a safe environment to be able to express themselves where, or where their voices will be heard. Do we feel like that is the general consensus with our society that women aren't given the ability or women aren't allowed um, an open platform to express themselves and fully express themselves without being judged? I don't want to speak in general terms because I think there is an, a broader issue, which you've all brought up, is the the lack of a safe space to be able to authentically express yourself. But I also think a little bit of that becomes comes from like we like Changa was alluding to, is that the the matriarchal excuse me <clears throat> the patriarchal dominated society 
has for all intents and purposes, once they feel like, what's the point? Because I'm not going to understand what they're saying anyway. And because not established, but the, the ruling theory is that men are more logical, then they're going to say, all right, well, if my logic is going to solve this issue and I don't have to entertain something that I already know is not going to solve the issue, then by having a patriarchal uh, patriarchy, then yeah, eventually what's going to happen is the opportunity to fully express yourself is going to be stunted. The guy's going to already uh, have that in the back of his mind, like, all right, whatever she's about to say is not going to be as logical as what I'm already thinking, because we already believe that it's coming from a place of emotion and emotions are important. And emotions oftentimes, if you actually give them their due, can nip problems in the bud a lot quicker and a lot sooner than having to come up with a logical solution. But again, because it is a, a male dominated society right now, uh, avenues are not necessarily the first that are going to be going to be taken, right? And like, and like, like that. Think, think of that, Big O. Think of if uh, it was a female dominated, so a woman dominated society, and we had to measure up to the bar of emotional intelligence. Right. So then, right. so even that. So right now, we're we're, we're saying, oh well, maybe these ladies aren't. Uh, they're inadequate now. Why? Why would that be? We're inadequate emotionally intelligent wise. So right. I think, if, and that's what I'm saying, if we were to approach it that way, so I look at it, you know, I get frustrated all the time, but I know that I'm lacking. It is not necessarily her lacking. What I would like to see is, is a middle ground where there's some accountability on both sides where, you know, maybe a lady's like, well, let me improve my logic. And if we as men are like, well, let me improve my emotional intelligence. And then we're walking that way. But usually it's somebody on the side like, you yeah. step up to my level. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's I'm 90 percent over here. You 90 percent over there. And then the 10 percent we fighting. So really quickly, I have a question. Yeah. Changa, you're married and Robin, you've been married. You feel like the communication or the understanding between your between you and your significant other has improved the longer that you. Hell no. No. no? <laughs> they both say no. So with following up on, on Trisha's question, because do you think, I mean, you, you say that now in this scope, but there's definitely have been times, right, where yeah. there's got to be levels. It's not always, nah. Nah? No. 14 years ago, still the same. No, go ahead, I'm sorry. We were together. We were, we were married for 30. We were together for like 39 or whatever, but 38. But, um, and there were definitely times, I don't think it would have lasted that long if there wasn't, if there weren't ever times. I, right. was not, I was not married to a marshmallow, I'm gonna tell you right now. So like, uh -huh. you know, he would just, you know, I need a challenge in my life, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, need, I need somebody to challenge me. I'm, I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit it. Um, so, you know, he, he'd be that one that would walk out the door and I'd be going, what, uh, uh, where are you going? Where are you going, you know? So there was definitely that, that, <laughs> that give and take. Don't face know? Tommy while I'm out. <laughs> Ryan, where I had to back up and go, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> he really just left, you know? But I, I honestly, in my, in my own, in my opinion, in my experience, and I saw it with my parents too, I think, and I'm not speaking for men in general, so don't get me wrong, but the men that I know, I think they get tired. <laughs> I think they get tired because yeah. they get used to you, right? Bang is shaking his head. They get used to you. They know what they're going to have to deal with. They know they don't want to necessarily leave. You know, it's not that bad, you know, 
And, and they start to back up a little bit. Well, I got a real problem with people that back, back up. Like, mm-hmm. I just keep coming, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw my mother do it the same way. I mean, this is my own therapy coming out. Like, I, you know, me not wanting to be my mom kind of thing. Like, my dad didn't deserve all that. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I was seen. And I'm like, oh, God, here I go. Here I go. Like, but I had to be the big girl and come up and go, you don't deserve all that. Like, you're a really great guy. Like, you don't deserve that. I don't want to be that way. I got a lot of, you know, stuff to deal with on my own. And, you know, I love you dearly. You do not deserve all that, you know? So with that being said, Robin, do you feel that, like, because I want to give fairness to the other side. what What do women get tired of? to where like in their male counterparts where they're like all right i'm backing up maybe not again from the relationship but from specifically something that they know about their their significant other where they're just like i already know this is going to be an issue i already know his 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 triggers i already know how he's going to respond and i'm just tired i'm not for me i i think it's it's changes with each individual i really honestly do i know for me um the more you back up, the more the more I'm probably gonna come at, at you. <laughs> probably, mm-hmm. Maybe not now because I'm tired too, but in my past, that's kind of way. And I did not. I start to lose respect. Mm. I'm putting myself out there right now. I start to lose respect mm-hmm. for those that start to placate themselves. Start to kind of just you know what, just to back out a little bit because I'm. Mm-hmm. I would rather you come head on. Mm. Really, like you know, put me up against there, the wall. I think there's a good, uh, there's a good, um, I forget where it came from, but it it was a a kind of a good analogy where it was saying when the relationship is in danger, when one of the other don't care enough to argue. Right. That's when it's, and so that's kind of what you're saying, where they're just like, exactly. I don't even. It's easier for you not to deal with it. So now you're going to focus on something else. Well, now I got like 10 more things to come at you with because now, now I'm feeling like I'm not heard. Now I'm feeling mm-hmm. like I'm not being understood, mm-hmm. right? And here's, and here's another, another thing about, you know, men being logical and whatever. And this has happened so many times. And, and tell me if you think this is, is, is true. You know, let's say you've got a, an issue and, and you're in a relationship and all of a sudden, you know, this, it's like for the women, it's like the 10th thing, you know, and maybe he didn't answer my phone call. And it's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. It's over. Wow. All this because I didn't answer my phone. Well, in my head, I'm going... No, it was everything that led up to that. That was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And Mm -hmm. I actually physically showed somebody with a chessboard all the pieces on a board one day to try to explain myself. And they were like, women always got to be bringing up all this other stuff. Well, we harbor shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. We harbor stuff. And so it may have been a big deal at number one, but... You didn't uh, number see 10. it was a big deal. So we tried to get past it. And then number two, it was a little bit bigger. So by number 10, yeah, you're darn right. It was because you didn't answer that damn phone call. That's yeah. not uh, no longer a couple to then make me get gotcha. out. And, and I, I don't, I don't think in my relations personally, I don't think we have ever fully understood that because the man is always like, they're always wanting to bring up all this old stuff. Well, it's not that I'm keeping it all in a file to throw at you. It's just that there have been things unresolved. I verbalize them. I don't know if Chang, if that was what you were about to. No, I was just going to say that's where the importance of self work comes in. And okay. honestly, my wife is better at that than than me. She can let go. I mean, those principles of mindfulness. Uh, the last three, if you keep them in order, are acceptance and and well, the last two, acceptance and letting go. 
patience is a part of it, but if you can just renew, it's that uh, uh, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie, 50,000 First Dates, uh-huh. uh, where she wouldn't remember when she woke up, she wouldn't remember who it was so each day. Yeah, she's falling in love with him again, like, and yeah. and that's that childlike curiosity that mindfulness tries to put on. So if you can become that sort of Buddha esque kind of person and be renewed each day, man, you you're in ninety years of blissful marriage because it's really not about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is, as Robin said, and I appreciate you sharing and putting yourself out there like that, Robin, because it really is that. It's really just all about ourselves. If individually we could sort of cleanse and and let it be a, a fresh palate, then we'd be good to go. Mm-hmm. That's- I think, Robin, what you what you shared, I think that kind of that cuts both ways, which is what makes it. I think just the responses are different, right? So the the same uh, things that were swept under the rug, he might have his own, you know, Absolutely. they call it bag, right? The bag Absolutely. that you're carrying, just keep putting in the bag and keep putting it in the bag, and you're thinking like, all right, this bag is getting heavy. I'm I'm about to be done with it. I don't even want to. I can't put anything else in there. So instead of bringing out each item and focusing on it so we don't have to deal with it anymore it's just like i'm gonna just let the whole bag go right let's drop the whole bag so i think that's very very i i wanted to ask what are your take on if there's such a misunderstanding well it could be a misunderstanding but it's such a difference among communication styles right where do you see for our listeners out there where where's the hope how do we i think chang alluded to with the self-work as as much as possible but also how do you find that that balance right where yeah where do you say to your partner i wish you were a little bit more logical and it's also express to your partner i'm going to work on being a little bit more emotionally emotive and emotionally open and then having some type of resolution for when one or the other is not feeling heard how to recognize one when that's happening and what you can do to kind of I mean, I'll say something quick because I, I think Robin just hit it on the head. There's no real, real reason to go beyond it. But like, for instance, I'll use this metaphor. I got this tree outside my door and it's growing too high and it blocks the light from my solar panels. Can you stop? Can you be different? So why would we do that to a human being? Like human beings have their own growth, just like that tree. They're getting mm-hmm. light and water, just like me and you. So if you can't allow that human being, if you're stupid, stupid enough to look outside mm-hmm. of yourself, for, for your own uh, growth and comfort is never gonna happen for you. Right. It, it just has to look at, and that's why ultimately I get so frustrated with my wife because I know it's about me. I know mm. that everything I'm really throwing at her is uh, she's just a mirror and it's about me. Yeah, I would never be stupid enough to go out there and argue to that tree. And I would just think anyone listening, don't be silly enough. Like, you know, with Trisha's example, yeah, he didn't pick up the video call, but if, if you love him, you just love him. You just gotta let that shit go. And if yeah. you can't, and I know, and if you can't, then you got to move on. But knowing that like, oof, I got to work on this because if I can't let stuff go, I'm going to lose Grant, Michael, Sean, whoever it is. It don't matter because it's always going to be a a non-picked up video call, a non- Something else. It's always going to be something. Something. And we're all, like we said, this is, is, you know, take everything we say with a grain of salt because we're not subject matter experts. We're all sharing stories of our own individual journeys. uh, And it just happens to be in the context of dating and relationships. Um, Trish, you have anything to say before I wrap up or? You know, truthfully, is this is, again, I feel like everything always boils down to communication. If you're with someone and you take the time to really learn and understand who they are in their intent, I think the intent has also a lot to do with it. We didn't get to that, so maybe we can talk about it another day. Um, but I feel like 
if you learn and understand someone's intent, you'll know when um, they're doing something maliciously, when their intent is good, when their intent is bad. And it also makes communication a lot easier between the sexes. So with that being said, that's my final word. All right. I'd like to thank all of my guests. Chango, Robin, thank you for returning. It's always a pleasure to have you guys on here. Co-host Trisha, can't wait to see where you're going to be next week. Because I know we're not going to have you at home for long. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys. I want to thank Anna Banana, our producer, K.I. from Best Eye, who is working diligently to help us keep bringing this content to you. Sound engineer and producer, Bumpy. And in the infamous words of K.I., slow motion. You've been listening to Talk It Over podcast that begins in bed we hope you got what you needed make sure you subscribe holla at you next week